You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's episode 16 of season three. First Cub game of the spring. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on the socials, Fly the W670 on Twitter, Instagram, Fly the W on Facebook, or email us at flythew670 at gmail.com. Crawley, happy uh, midweek. How are you holding up? Oh, man, Dustin, all I keep thinking about is we are 24 hours away. If you are listening to this podcast on Thursday from the first Cubs spring training game from now until November 1st, I, I don't have to go one day without a baseball game. I am I'm in heaven. <laughs> Crowley's heaven. Crowley's good space. All right. Well, we talked about the infielders last time this week, uh, this podcast. Let's focus on the outfielders. Yeah, you know, since we talked last time, the Cubs made a couple of minor deals. They signed 36-year-old veteran outfielder David Peralta to a minor league deal with an invite to the big league camp. Peralta spent most of his career at the Diamondbacks. He's a left-handed hitting corner outfielder who could also DH. He played for the Dodgers last season and slashed 259, 294, 381 with seven home runs and 55 RBIs in 133 games. Dustin, I don't think he's going to break camp with the team, but uh, he does offer a little depth with a left-handed bat in the outfield. So, I mean, he's not going to play center field. That, that, that ship is long sailed. He's a corner outfielder and maybe a DH. That's it. They also picked up another left-handed bat, this time for the infield. In uh, First baseman Dom Smith, Dominic Smith. The Cubs have been interested in Smiths for a while, and now they finally have him. He started out with the Mets, and like Christopher Morrell, he was a guy with a good bat but no position defensively. He played both corner outfield spots, first base, DH. He broke out offensively in 2019 and 2020, but then he struggled offensively in 21-22. Last season, he played first base, just first base, no outfield for the Nationals, and he slashed 254, 326, 366 with 12 home runs and 46 RBIs and 527 at-bats. Not a lot of power there, Dustin, for a first baseman. No, you're looking for quite a bit more, but what does that say? Crowley to you as far as Matt Mervis goes. I mean, that, that screams like we've lost faith in Matt Mervis. You know, it, it's one of those low risk, high reward things that they're going to come and try. I mean, he can't, he's not, you're not even really see him in spring training. He's coming off hamate bone injury. So he's not going to be full go until the end of spring training. I'm sure he's going to stay in extended spring for a little bit before heading to Iowa. But again, it's just competition, a left-handed first baseman bat to go along with. Well, Bush what we're seeing is what are we what are we also seeing, your crawl? You know, two guys left-handed bats, right? And and who's the big left-handed bat that's not in camp, right? He's not in anybody's camp right now. So this is a this is an insurance policy for Bellinger. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So you can add him to the list of infielders that we talked about. 
But like you said, we're going to talk about the outfielders, and we know what the corner outfield looks like. It's the question of center field. And Dustin, you know, I, I think we all kind of have a feeling where it's going to go, but this to me is going to be the most interesting competition for all our listeners that are going to be watching the spring training games or listening on 670 The Score. There are now, with the uh, addition of Peralta, nine outfielders for four spots. And we already know three guys that are making the team. So Ian Happ, right. Seiya Suzuki, Mike Talkman are making the team. Those are the for sure the guys that are for going sure. to make right. it. No doubt, no doubt about it, right? Mm-hmm. Now comes the interesting part, center field. Again, the big name that we're talking about, Cody Bellinger, not on the team. You're taking a look here, and you got Pete Crow Armstrong and Alexander Canario. These are both top 30 prospects. Uh, both of them had cups of coffee at the end of the 2023 season. Uh, Canario really didn't have a chance to show what he has. And don't forget that minor leaguers Brennan Davis, Owen Casey, and Kevin Alcantara are in the big league camp. So Dustin, Ian Happ begins his eighth season with the Cubs in left field. Last year he slashed 248, 360, 431 with 21 home runs and 84 RBIs. And in right field is Seiya Suzuki in his third season with the Cubs. Last year, he slashed 285, 357, 485 with 20 home runs and 74 RBIs. But Dustin, again, without Bellinger and trying to make up that offense, the offense is really going to have to revolve around these two corner outfielders if the Cubs plan on going anywhere. Right. Both of them will need to hit at least 25 home runs. No doubt about that. Both of their slugs are going to need to increase as well. Um, and without Bellinger in the lineup, that creates, as you just said, even more pressure on these two guys. And, and say I had a nice finish to the season, but he needed that uh, mental break, that mental time off. Maybe it was physical as well to get himself in position to have that nice uh, finishing kick. Right. And, and and here's the thing is that defensively to me, even though Ian Happ won a gold glove last year, you and I both felt that he took a step back in 2023. And I don't want to remind anyone about Seiya Suzuki dropping that ball in Atlanta in the last week of September. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But I thought that, you know, you looked at Hap and he got on base more in 2023, but his batting average, Dustin, dropped from 271 in 2022 to 248 in 2023. Um, his slugging went down slightly, but he did hit four, four more home runs in 2023, 21, than in 2022. I'd like to see even Ian to get that average up. And like you said, 25 home runs is what you're looking for. Bare and minimum, that, bare minimum, 25 from each of them. Right. And with Seiya, you know, you kind of brought it up, that big offensive question mark. In his first season in 2022, he signed really late. He didn't get a full spring training. Then in 2023, he hurts his oblique and misses the World Baseball Classic. He, another year without a full spring training. So we're hoping for 2024, he has a nice, healthy camp. And last season was just a roller coaster. He comes back from that injury, has a great month of May, struggles in June and July, which led to him being benched, like you said. And then he's the Cubs' best offensive player in August and September, slashing 370, 434, 685 with seven home runs and 26 RBIs in the month of September alone. 
the, I think out of all of the players on the Cubs team, to me, Seiya Suzuki is the guy most poised to break out, to have a better season than we've seen him have as a Chicago Cub. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he really needs to, right? I, I mean, I hope you're right, but I think he he really needs to. I think he knows it. I think everybody knows it. I, I think that's what's on the table right now. Right. I think we know, again, what Ian Happ is. I think we know what Dansby and, uh, you know, Nico Horner are. I think Say is the one that's still the question mark, and I don't know if we've seen the best of him yet. I'm excited to see what happens now that, you know, Shodi Imanaga's in camp. I think this is going to be a big year. But, Dustin, when we talk about center field, you know, you have two front runners. Obviously, Pete Crow Armstrong is the Cubs' number one rated prospect, and Mike Talkman, who is going to play a lot of backup. He's not an everyday center fielder. We saw that get exposed last year. Um, but the question is, is PCA ready? Now, Dustin, he's not going to be the biggest offensive threat, and you don't need him to be. He has he's the top-rated defender. He is what we he was rated by the minor league scouts with an 80 glove, which is the highest on their scale. So all he has to do, Dustin, offensively, is just be an average center fielder. You don't need him to be uh, the guy leading with the home runs and this and that. You just need him to be average or slightly below average, and his defense alone will help the Cubs win more games than what they got out of center field last year, in my opinion. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. He's got to. You're not just going to roll out of bed and start hitting major league pitching. So we no. need to give it a little bit of time. Um, I would just like to have Bellinger play in first base, and I feel a whole lot more comfortable about having PCA out in center field uh, every day, except when Talkman uh, is out there for a little bit of a breather. Yeah, and then and that's Talkman, like you said, a little bit of a breather, perfect fourth outfielder. They're both left-handed, so you could assume that Talkman might face some of the tougher righties. I would say, being a more experienced veteran. But yeah, make that would make sense. Yep. Mm -hmm. But like I told our listeners, really watch because this to me is the first time you're really seeing in camp the fruit of all those minor league moves in with all these outfielders. Kevin Alcantara is one of the Cubs' top prospects, but he needs a little more seasoning in the minors. I'm I'm pretty sure he's going to start in Tennessee, would be my guess. But you really got to pay attention to Owen Casey and Brennan Davis in this camp. Now remember, Brennan was the Cubs' number one rated prospect. In 2019 and 2021, he was the Cubs minor league player of the year. He was the MVP of the Futures game in 2021. Unfortunately, injuries have knocked him off track for the big leagues. But don't forget, that's almost exactly the same situation Miguel Amaya went through. One of the top prospects, MVP of the Future game as well, had injuries for a couple of years before he came up and contributed to the big league club. So I don't think Brennan Davis is done, and I think he's out to prove something. Um, the other guy you want to look at is Owen Casey. He came over in the U Darvish trade, had a great performance in the World Baseball Classic last season, a key contributor to the 2023 Tennessee Smokies championship season. Dustin, I think he starts in Iowa. I just don't know how long for Owen Casey. He's still on the younger side as well, but they're also giving him reps at first base. Another I left saw that today. first baseman. Yep. I saw that today on the Twitter machine or the X machine, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you know, our guy Rich Biesterfeld, a bunch of guys are out there taking video and pictures. And and so that's the thing is we talked about this before. The Cubs, when it comes to first baseman, are, do not have a lot of depth. And an outfielder, they do. So if Owen Casey can play first base, that would be huge for the Cubs. And so for me, Dustin, when I'm watching these spring training games, either on TV 
or in person, the matchup that I am most interested in right now, or the competition is between BPCA, Canario, Davis, Owen Casey. And I want to see how Kevin Alcantara holds his own, maybe in some spring training games against some top tier talent. Well, he may be a DH candidate too, right? Any one of these guys, I mean, Alexander Canario has a lot of pop. Um, I would say out of all of them, Canario and Owen Casey have the most pop. If you're talking about guys that are going to leave the yard, uh, PCA, obviously the fastest well, no, of the PCA group. is not a DH. Yeah. 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 And Kevin Alcantara is really fast too. Um, but he's very long limbed. Like I said, he has a lot to learn, but you could, I would, I would like to see some of these guys get some DH opportunities. And that's the beauty of first uh, of spring training. You know, it's not wins and losses. It's, it's being able to sit there and see who impresses you the most. And if someone can really kind of turn your head.